Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Do you want to learn even more about dyslexia and how students with dyslexia learn how to read? Do you want to have a better understanding of special education terminology, the advantages of dyslexia, and how to help your child with dyslexia? For a limited time, you can sign up for lifetime access to my Understanding Dyslexia online course with a special 20% discount just for my dyslexia-devoted listeners. This course is only open to new participants from now until Thanksgiving 2022. Then I'm closing it down and preparing for my new course opening later this winter. So sign up today while it's still available using the link in this episode description and the promo code PODCAST for 20% off. I hope to see you there. Hello, and welcome to Dyslexia Devoted, the podcast dedicated to building awareness, understanding, and strategies to help those with dyslexia. I'm your host, Lisa Parnello, dyslexia therapist and founder of Parnello Education Services. Join me as we dive into today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Hello, friends, and welcome back. It is episode 25 of Dyslexia Devoted. At the time of this recording, it is just before Thanksgiving. So I wanted to send an extra special thank you to all of you for being amazing listeners. I started this podcast back in June, not sure if anybody was going to listen. And since then, we've got a very loyal following. So thank you so much for tuning in each week. I'd love to hear from you if there's something in particular you'd like to learn more about. Listener requests, always welcome. Or if you just want to share your story with me, I'd love to hear that too. Shoot me an email at lisa at parnelloeducation.com. Today for episode 25 we are going to be focusing on dyslexia success stories. Working in schools these last few years has been awfully stressful, as I'm sure many of you can imagine. And the one thing I could have cut out was how much time I spend with students after the school day was over before I expanded my business to just being what I do full time. But at the same time, that was not the part of the day that I could cut out. Because watching the students be so successful is really what makes me happy. Seeing those kids have those light bulb moments where everything suddenly makes sense That is why I do what I do. So today, we are going to be sharing the stories of some of my real students. Since these stories are about real students, I will not be using their real names. I will be using either nicknames or abbreviations. While I created this podcast for adults to listen to, I've come to learn that many times my students like listening to it too. And I've even had a couple kids request to be part of episodes. So kiddos, if you're listening today, don't feel bad if I don't bring up your story. Maybe you'll have to sneak into a future episode, okay? So for our first story, I'm going to start with a girl named H. So H is a junior in high school. And I'm starting with her because I actually had lunch with her mom last week. And she said that I should share her story about how much progress she has made as a bit of a testimonial to the wonderful work that the kids do in my office. When I met H, she was just a third grader. And I actually met her by a pool one day where I was tutoring a kid because it was before I even had an office. She was a third grader who had gone through two other tutors, none of which were able to help her read, and her school wasn't able to help her read either. When I started working with her, I saw her twice a week, and one day was not like the other. One day a week, she'd be very calm and focused, and the other day a week, she was bouncing around and could not sit still. So I told her parents, hey, whatever you're doing on Wednesdays, do more of that. And it turns out, Wednesdays, she would go horseback riding before she came to me, and that was enough to re-regulate her and settle her down so she was more focused for our lessons. Now, fast forward, and I am to thank or to blame, depending on how you want to see it, 
for her horseback riding competitions now. That girl has gone on to compete all across the country in horseback riding competitions because that thing that helped her more focused so she could learn actually turned out to be one of her strengths. And I don't know if you've listened to the other episode about strengths of dyslexia, but a lot of times our kids with dyslexia have big strengths in athletic abilities. And so that is one of her talents, is to do horseback riding and jumping. Now, H doesn't need me anymore. I worked with her from the third grade all the way up until the eighth grade. And slowly, it went from teaching her how to read and how to spell, to how to generalize her skills into other subject areas, to not needing me much at all anymore. So we stopped seeing each other. So it was nice to get to catch up with her mom, because after seeing somebody twice a week for years and years, you get pretty close. So the update on H, now that she's a junior in high school is that she is in AP classes and on target to get into any college that she wants to get into. To go from being a third grader who couldn't read to being on track to graduate with honors, that's a big leap that took a lot of her hard work and dedication. And it's amazing to see how far our kids have come. Take this as a reminder that just because a kid is really struggling and failing in some of those younger grades, that doesn't have to be their future. Kids can make a complete 180 when given the right support. It's never too late. My next dyslexia success story is Big O. I call her Big O because there's also a little O. Don't worry, little O, your story's next. When I met Big O, she was a third grader in my class, actually. We were at a school for dyslexia, and even though she had lots of supports, Big O has every learning difference there is. Dyslexia, dysgraphia, ADHD, dyscalculia, everything. Everything has always been harder for her. Despite all of these challenges, she is the hardest working student I have ever met. Even to this day, with as many students have come through my office, I've never seen a kid push harder through so many challenges and obstacles than this girl. Even while going to a special school for dyslexia, she still needed a lot more help. So we started working together three hours every week, starting when she was in about the fourth grade after she wasn't in my class anymore, but still needed a lot more support. Big O had a mission. She has two older sisters who always have done quite well in school, and she's always envied how much easier it seemed to be for them than it was for her. She always took twice as long to do her homework as when she saw her sisters do similar assignments. She was the only one of the three siblings that had to go to a special school for dyslexia, while her sisters were able to go to competitive private schools in the area. Big O set big goals for herself and was determined to reach them. She wanted to go from being in the special school to back into the same competitive schools her sisters were getting into. She didn't have to have the best grades, she just had to get there and prove that she could do it. And that's exactly what she did. After many years of working together, she was able to get into that same competitive high school that her sisters got into. And she was so proud of herself. And I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's a challenge, but it's one that she has risen to. I still see her. Even when I was out of town in Texas at the dyslexia conference last week, she was one of the few kids that I logged into on Zoom all the way from Texas to help her get through some of her assignments. But she's doing it. She has a great support system, and that's really what matters most. When I started working with her many years ago, it's how do we read, how do we spell, how do we multiply? Now it's how do I formulate the right words in this essay? How can I remember all the steps in this algebra problem? Our work together has changed over the years, and now she's the last kid of the night so that some days we spend 30 minutes, some days we spend an hour and a half. But it all depends on how much support she needs, and if she works her tail off, she knows that she can do amazing things. And that's one of the things I want to point out. Sometimes our success stories don't necessarily mean it's all smooth sailing. It just means that if you develop enough grit and determination, you'll get there. Next up is little O. And to be perfectly honest, little O has been begging to hear about herself on my podcast 
for months and months is asking, when do I get to be on your podcast? I want to hear my story. So this is little O's story. When I met little O, it was actually because a colleague is the one that diagnosed her with dyslexia and ADHD. Now, this girl is so full of energy that my friend who diagnosed her sent me a message and said, you know what? I need you to work with her. I don't know anybody else who has the patience to work with a kid with so much energy. And I met her, and then I understood why I was the one to work with her. I always like the kids who are the hardest to work with. They become my favorites. And so when my friend reached out to me, I made sure to make room in my schedule to squeeze in this kiddo. And when I met her, I believe she was in the second grade at the time, and she is now a seventh grader. And Big O and Little O actually know each other because for many years, they've had back-to-back sessions, so they've got to see each other a lot over the years, although now one's on Zoom and one's in person, so sometimes it's more of a wave on a Zoom call as I switch off from one kid into the next. And just like Big O, I still work with this little girl, not because she can't read and spell, but it's because of the relationships. When you work with a kid for years and years, it's all about the relationship on being able to know how they think and know what works well for them and what doesn't work for them that really makes a tutoring relationship work. So even though we're now working on things that weren't my original specialty to work with her on, sometimes it's about having that good rapport that you can just pick up right where you left off and you know what strategies and shorthand that you need to use to make it through each session together. Sometimes it's not about what you're working on, but how well you work together. So now we're working on different things like formulating essays, and this week we even did some trigonometry, which, by the way, definitely had to refresh my mind on how we do some of those skills, because that's not one I've had to use lately. But we got all of her work done, because it's all about how well we work together. When I first met little O, she could hardly read at all, and she definitely could not sit still. But now she's gone from being a struggling reader to when we're working on something really challenging together, that's actually what she chooses to do in her free time, is she picks out a book. She will sit there quietly on my couch reading a book for a couple of minutes to reset herself before we go back to something really challenging. So it's amazing to see a student go from being so far behind to being an avid reader who actually seeks out reading on purpose for a kid with dyslexia. That's a really big deal. And it's amazing to see how much she's grown, both taller, because she's probably about to surpass me pretty soon, as well as her academic skills. She can read, she can spell, and she can even sit still in a chair some days. Congratulations, little O. Not only have you become a successful reader and an amazing student, you've also made it into my podcast just like you asked for. Now, when we think about dyslexia success stories, we have to keep in mind there's little wins and there are big wins, and they're both really important, and it's really important to celebrate all of them. Just this past week, I sneaky recorded one of my boys as he was reading to me and then emailed the voice note to his parents so that they could hear just how much progress this kiddo has made. Six months ago, couldn't read anything, and then read an entire paragraph without any help from me whatsoever. It's important that we remind the kids when they're doing really great, because as kids who have dyslexia, they are often told all the ways they're failing, all the ways they're not keeping up, all the grades that aren't as good as their friends, and we have to remind ourselves to celebrate every tiny little win there is and help them feel really proud of themselves. I have a little sticky note that I keep in one of my drawers that says, I have your reader pen, it's in Mr. Bernard's class if you need it. I still have that sticky note four years later. My student saw that note several years after she wrote it to me and asked, why do you still have that? I told her it's because that note was the very first time she was able to use her own handwriting 
to communicate. She wanted to use, I have a little reader pen that can scan the words and read them to you. And so some of the text in her science class, she could read part of the words, but not all of them. So she would borrow my little reader pen and she could scan it and it would read her the words that she couldn't figure out on how to sound it out on her own while we were still finishing her remediation. And it really helped her. I was so proud of her for two reasons. One, she could write a note that clearly communicated what she wanted to say. And two, she was actively using accommodations to participate in class. When I met her, she couldn't do anything in class and just gave up. She sat there doing nothing or getting into trouble. And instead, she chose to use her strategies in order to be able to get some of her tasks done. That sticky note in my office is an example of a small win that represented something really big. To be able to write, to be able to do something on your own, and to be able to have the resources that you need to get through a challenging class. Not giving up and being able to use strategies. Because sometimes a dyslexia win doesn't mean everything's going easy. It just means you know how to get the support that you need. All right, I realized all of my stories were from some of my girls because actually when I first started working with kids with dyslexia, that's actually who most of my clients were, were a bunch of girls. So we'll have to do a boy's success story on another episode. It is time to wrap it up because like I said, it's Thanksgiving week. It is time for me to go spend some time with family. As we are closing this out, Don't forget the doors to my Understanding Dyslexia online course are closing on Thanksgiving. Something new is coming for you that I'm ready to announce in December, but not quite yet. So if you want to participate in the Understanding Dyslexia course while the doors are closing, once you get the course, you have lifetime access to it. To get 20% off, just use the promo code PODCAST in order to get a discount on those last final seats in the course before it shuts down. And I'm not sure if this course is coming back or if it'll only be the new thing coming out. So if you want to get into it, do it now or maybe never. That's it for this week. But more than anything, I want to say thank you to all of my amazing listeners and to my amazing kids. When life got rough these last couple years, those kids were actually what got me through it. Seeing their wonderful joys and all of their successes and all the progress that they have made this past year has really pulled me through a few tough times along the way. So thank you to all of the kids and families that I work with. And thank you to all of you amazing listeners. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. See you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Dyslexia Devoted. Join us for our next episode by subscribing to this podcast as we devote each episode to different aspects of dyslexia. See you next time.